studio in downtown <clears throat> Uptown Charlotte. QC Confessional. QC Confessional. Uptown, South End, Plaza Midwood, Noda, Dilworth, Elizabeth, Myers Park, Valentine, South Park, Lake Norman. QC Confessional. May contain adult-oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, Charlotte? It's QC Confessional with Jenna Gribble. Hello. Brandon Henson. And me. My name is Ren. Tonight we're going to be talking about hurricanes. Right now off the Carolina coast is Hurricane Dorian. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. Plus, 30 years ago this month, back in September 1989, Hurricane Hugo came through the Charlotte area. Brandon and Jenna were here and went through it, so they're going to share some stories about their experience with that. And might even be able to find a little clip from a TV station here in Charlotte from back then. So those of you that were here in Charlotte, went through Hurricane Hugo, might be a little nostalgic for you, bring back some memories. Also, tonight going to be talking about diners and restaurants in the Queen City, places that we've been to that we like, places you may have heard of, places that may no longer be here, and a couple of places that you might want to check out. So we'll get into that as well. Also, if you've been reaching out to us on social media, listening to QC Confessional, or businesses that we've been to this week or talked to, or even bands that have a gig somewhere in the Queen City this weekend, might give you a little shout out. You might hear your name, so keep listening for them. But first... Things we didn't know about Brandon Henson. All right. Uh, you know, I used to be a pilot, and I got the pilot bug from my from my godfather. You used to be a pilot. Yeah, man. I started flying. You have your license? Yeah. I can you still fly? No. Well, I can fly the plane. I'm probably probably not legally with the FAA right now. <laughs> but can I, fly? I can fly. Yes. But is he legally dude, flying a plane is no. easier than driving a fucking car. Really? No shit. Oh yeah, no shit. But um, <laughs> it's all the other garbage you have to learn you around. Learn it. That's the hard day. part. Oh yeah, I started flying airplanes Jeez. when I was fucking fifteen, right. and uh, the day I got my uh, driver's license when I turned 16 because you couldn't get your social certificate until you were 16. Huh. So the day I got my driver's license, my mom drove me to DMV, got my license, and I drove to the fucking airport and got my social certificate all in the same day. What? That was that was my goal. Oh, wow. And then... Um, She's like, see ya. Yeah, right? I would leave my airport and go fly to another <laughs> airport, have my friends meet me there. I would take two people and fucking... You know, and they had to have two small bags. I'd, you, pick, you, I'd pick them up. They had to pay for the fucking gas and we'd fly to Myrtle Beach. So. Wow. Nice. <laughs> now you see why we were all friends with Brandon when we were in high school. Oh yeah, man! I used to buzz my parents' house, fucking like it was. Oh yeah, bomb! I'm coming! I'm fucking coming in for landing. Wow. Like, oh Jesus! And she'd go out on the porch. I'd be like flying towards the fucking house. Nuts, man! Oh yeah, dude! I got in trouble one day for uh, somebody. I was low enough they got the fucking tag number off my uh, off the plane <laughs> and traced it back to my home airport like hey were you uh, flying a little low around late Norman's day no, no no I was up there but I wasn't flying too low or anything like yeah well someone called and complained that you were flying over houses I was like <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> that was things we didn't know about Brandon Henson oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so when you're when your buddies like chip in for gas or something like that I mean I mean, how much? I mean, they like here. Here's a twenty. Let's go to Myrtle Beach. Or, oh, here's a hundred, bro. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, here's a hundred. That, that helicopter ride I was looking at to go out to uh, Frying Pan Tower just for thirty-five miles. It was. I want to say it was five hundred bucks yeah, round man. trip. So, so, it, so airplane fuel at the time. It's one hundred and two octane, and it's like crystal. Blue, it's blue. Yeah. Crystal blue. And at the, at the time, and this is like I said when I was eight, 16, 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. That it was seven fifty a gallon then. Wow. I don't even know what the fuck it is now. Wow! But it, at then it was seven fifty gallons. So gas in my car then was like I think it was eighty nine cents. A gallon. <laughs> yeah. So you know that's what I used to pay in fuel. Yeah. <laughs> 
Miss those days. Right. So this thing, the the helicopter ride out there, yeah. think we can make that happen? Yeah. So I, some money? I put in a request a couple of weeks ago. So there's a there's an old Coast Guard station that's about 35 miles off the coast of North Carolina mm-hmm. that a guy um, named Richard Neal from Charlotte bought uh, about maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, has been restoring it and uh, he goes out to it it seems like pretty often whenever there's going to be a big storm and so I put in he said I need volunteers and I was like raising my hand I'll come so he doesn't stay out there no he lives in South Charlotte but he goes out there when there's storms and only when there's storms well no I think he goes out there you know whenever I mean yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a pretty cool yeah, like spot it's in the middle of the ocean that's and crazy yeah he's got guys out there that you know are out there fishing or whatever and um, <laughs> so I signed up and it was like you know basically you're on your own on how you get out here I don't care if you swim I don't care if you get a helicopter wow. ride or if you get a boat ride and yeah. I'm like well I know a lot of guys with boats and I know maybe two or three people with you know helicopters so I was like but god I was like 600 bucks for 35 miles like wow. that's crazy man you can rent a boat you can rent a boat and do it yourself yeah Let's get a GoFundMe started. Yeah. So a maybe. lot of people actually know where this place is. I mean, they may not realize they know what it is, but it was real popular last year. A lot of people saw it last year during uh, Hurricane Florence. Yeah. So he had a, an American flag up during uh, Hurricane Florence last, what was that, September? Like last yeah. August or Probably, September. So yeah, yeah. Um, he had a, a live feed of the flag. And so people started watching it because the worse the storm got, the more the flag got shredded. Yeah. So he flew out there this morning and he put up another American flag. So I've been watching it all day and like basically like right now everybody go check it out so he has like a live cam yeah he's got a live cam out there if you're on Instagram it's called frying pan tower Mm -hmm. or if you're following me on there I've got it all over my stories but I actually just looked at it and it's it looked pretty clear you know the storm's supposed to be coming by Friday morning I think like Outer Banks meteorologist Brandon Henson dude I watch the weather like (laughs) among everything I do too I do too I'm like an old man drummer (laughs) I can't help it man weather's always fascinated me like even like even flying like you got yeah. I, yeah, I caught my, myself in a fucking storm one time. And I would yeah. never do that shit again. Like I was scared. And I was in Myrtle Beach, and they were trying to come in for a landing. I was fucking scared. Wow. Yeah, is it bad to say? And, and you know, I always want everybody to be safe. Absolutely, that's the very first thing. But I'm, I'm kind of, um, I kind of want to <laughs> go down, <laughs> or, have, or, have a little or, fun with or it. at least feel some of it up here in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think we're gonna. You we're, know, I don't think we're gonna get any of it. But I, I, I mean, I you lost never a couple know. trees last year, and that was enough mm-hmm. for me. Like after going, after seeing, like going through Hugo, I was. Like, man, I don't ever, I don't ever want to go through this shit again. Yeah. Well, like, when you have to like look at it of like, is this going to fall on my house and like yeah. put me out? But if right. it's like, you know, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. But trees, getting trees cut down, that's expensive. Yeah. 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 I remember cleaning seeing, up trees. Yeah. I remember seeing you out there with your shit. chainsaw. Fuck yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clark Griswold out there in the, in the mask. <laughs> I can cut a tree down. <laughs> so y'all were here during Hurricane Hugo, right? Yeah. You yeah. guys experienced it. I think I was in elementary school. I remember being at that age where I was just starting to like, so, I mean, I've always been social, but I think I was like maybe fifth or sixth grade. And I want to say it hit on like a Wednesday night and I was supposed to go to the food court at South Park Mall and meet a boy. And my dad was like, that's not happening because there's going to be the storm coming. And I was devastated. And, but I remember like hunkering down in our, in the basement of our house and my dad had Mm -hmm. the camcorder going and um, we went outside like during the storm and it was just, yeah. it was real eerie, yeah. but we yeah. had a bunch of, you know, big trees come down. We were right uh-huh. over in like near South park and, um, yeah, we, we didn't have power for maybe, I don't know, like a week and a half maybe. Yeah. I think I remember, so we're on our property. We had a lot of, uh, 
tall pine trees, like mm-hmm. 80, 80 foot like pine trees, but not like forests, like separate, you know, yeah. like just kind of had yeah, space yeah, yeah, yeah. between them. And I remember, uh, I remember a couple of days before, like we were going around to all of our businesses. We were going to, uh, all the nightclubs and we were putting tape in windows and, and, and just doing whatever. I did. I didn't really. I mean, we were, we were preparing for a storm. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, you know how bad. Like I could see the the panic in my, in my parents' eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it hit, when it hit Charleston, it was making you know a beeline straight north for for Charlotte. Like it, and they and they they freaked out. And um, I remember going home that night. I think, you know, like you said, I think it was Wednesday, and it was in what eighty nine. So I was like eleven, I think. And um, I remember going to bed, and, and in, in my bedroom, I had like four to ceiling windows across the whole the whole front of it. And I remember like at four o'clock in the morning hearing like a, <laughs> I was like, it's like, what, what is that? Like what's outside, you know? And, um, we had had, uh, the curtains pulled in my windows and my mom hears me get up. Like they're in the living room, like awake mm-hmm. on the couch, mm-hmm. like just waiting, waiting to hear, but that, but as a big car collector. So he had a garage with like very high very dollar, very rare cars, oh, wow. like ones of twos, ones of sevens. And wow. you know, um, wow. that, that, you know, muscle cars and shit that, that, kind of irreplaceable mm-hmm. and uh so they were panicking they were like you know so just kind of sitting in the room you know huddling down they hear me get up and they hear me open the curtains to my, to my window and i'll never forget putting my hands on the window and feeling like the glass panes oh, like wow. were, were shaking and that's yeah. that's what the the noise was coming from from yeah. all the pressure yeah. and uh and i remember there was a massive uh like pine tree like mm-hmm. that was kind of like a, i saw it leaning and leaning and leaning and literally this fucker like comes up out of the ground root ball and all wow. and just doesn't lay down goes oh wow just go, goes flying wow. i was like oh my god like yeah. and my mom comes in get away from the window like screams at me <laughs> scared me to death you know i start crying i freak out because yeah. like it's it's like you can see things flying sideways ways outside like just 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 going wow so that morning we walk outside we lost i don't even know how many trees and we had like we, almost all of the pines were gone yeah and uh you know the shingles were gone um thankfully like we had some leaks in some of the the garages my dad had on property um no real no major structural damage just some roofing stuff mm-hmm. but then we left the neighborhood and we went down to like independence boulevard and man it was like you know you've got these giant steel billboards right that you think I can withstand anything, mm-hmm. which are really just like giant fucking fans, <laughs> right. and it, and it just laid them down. Oh, wow. Like I've never seen. Like yeah, you you, yeah. Went, you went down the interstate or you went down uh, 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 Independence Boulevard, yeah. and all the billboards had just like had just flattened over. Like wow. like something had just taken them and eased like laid them down flat. Yeah, yeah. and um, and they weren't snapped. They were like bent. Bent. Yeah. And uh, we found so <laughs> the sign for one of our nightclubs. Um, it was kind of right at Sharon Amity and. Uh, 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 independence it was gone we found wow. it uh, a half a mile down, down uh, independence <laughs> zone uh, in somebody's parking lot yeah. we had a big um, purple awning that wrapped around like vinyl awning that wrapped around one of the buildings it was gone we, oh yeah we found it about a quarter of a mile on top of someone else's roof mm. and uh, I mean of course it's, it's destroyed but it was You're pretty you found not it. to me people had purple awnings so it was kind of easy to spot <laughs> which but, club was this uh, it was called the connection <laughs> I remember the connection yeah, no you remember you remember the second connection you don't remember the first one is that the one next to the, the donut place <laughs> I remember I remember going to the connection when I was oh, like yeah. in high school 
Oh, that was yeah. the second one. Yeah, so the that second was a, one. That was a re- that was kind of a revisiting <laughs> of the original one. So yeah, that's when but, we would um, venture out to um, Independence because oh, yeah. that was like out outside of our like neighborhood and stuff. But, right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. that one actually like that had some roof damage and there was tons of water in the in the building and um, I think some lighting and some audio got got destroyed or whatnot. Hmm. But um, man, I just remember I remember like my mom just breaking out and crying and well, you're, yeah. you're a kid and yeah. I know why she's crying. Yeah. But I was like, you know, mom, what's wrong? She's like, do you not see all this? Like she snapped, like screamed yeah. at me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's total devastation, yeah. like total devastation. And uh, we didn't have power for seven or 10 days. It got to a point where you, you were eating all the stuff you had frozen, like really fast. <laughs> you had grills going because you had propane. Yeah. And uh, and I remember all that, like my mom, like, no, don't eat that yet. Let's eat this first because that's going to spoil before that does. And that's, yeah. you know, and, and, and choosing what we were going uh, to eat and drink for um, a couple of days because they were telling yeah. you it's going to be weeks without power yeah. so be yeah, prepared yeah, yeah, yeah. for that yeah uh, I thought of it as like high end camping like mm-hmm. I you're, you're talking about your dad with his cars I remember mm-hmm. specifically my dad uh, standing at the back door and my dad had a 62 Bel Air fastback that he used to race at Shuffletown oh, and it was like his pride and joy and the whole time he's standing at the back door and I'm like mom what is he doing and she's like he is so worried that a tree is going to fall on that car <laughs> and thankfully it didn't wow. but I mean that was like you know it's men in their cars right? yeah, 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 yeah we we I think we went two weeks without power which, yeah. but wow. I, I don't remember it being terrible mm-hmm. we always went camping as kids so it was kind of like mm-hmm. camping yeah. and it wasn't a big deal we had four wheelers my brother and I so the streets were like full of debris and full of like leaves and trash. And I was, we were taking the limbs and tying them up with chains on the back mm. of our four wheelers and dragging everything like well off into the woods to get it mm. out yeah. of the streets and out of people's yards and trying to clean up the neighborhood, you know. And I was going up the hill and something happened and I had all the debris kind of chained up behind me so I couldn't back up. But um, I either hit the hit the rear brake, something happened, and I didn't have a helmet on. Ooh. And the four-wheeler flips back over on me, and I had oh, my no. eyeglasses. I didn't wear contacts, yeah. so I had eyeglasses on. And it cut, like, I remember it cut into Dang. my uh, skin. I still got the scar and you oh know, tissue God. from it. But cut into that, broke the glass, glass got all in it. And I just saw, like, blood run back all down my shirt. So I was like, oh, this isn't good. And I looked at my brother. My brother was like, we got to go home right now, man. So we run home, we run home, and my mom looks at me. And I was like, mom? And she turns around, she freaks out, like, oh, my God. God, you know, I've got fucking blood, blood all over my face. So they take me to the hospital, and uh, I remember seeing like people coming in with chainsaw cuts, and where they had tried to, you know, cut up things off their house or off their cars mm-hmm. or just to get it out of their yard, and they really weren't used to using chainsaws. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like a sea of people that were like holding on to arms and like massive, you know, cuts yeah. and, and people well, with chainsaw we had, accidents. We had yeah. never had a storm come like this far, and and we didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to come that far. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing about you know Hugo, and I was like, is this something to do with like basketball? Like what's <laughs> going on and you know we didn't have any idea it was going to be that bad I mean I think we thought we were going to get a little bit of a storm I remember listening to John Boy and Billy the mm-hmm. radio show mm-hmm. and I think it was like John Boy was like the next morning he was like you know I've got to be at the radio station at 5 o'clock yeah. in the morning and yeah. he was trying to get there and they were like man there's a hurricane going on it's like a category <laughs> 5 like you can stay at home today <laughs> just we, got a little message on Instagram here from someone named Mrs. Cat Gray so has anyone mentioned the, uh, mentioned the song about Hugo? I think it was called Chainsaws. <laughs> no. It was a cassette I, tape. I do not remember that one. 
<laughs> so that apparently uh, it was uh, a radio guy who had um, there was a shortage of chainsaws around that time oh, for, uh, after all the trees and I mean you go to Lowe's and there's maybe one or they had to wait on a truck to come in with a shipment of them so it took a long time to get these trees cleared out I think they even canceled Halloween that year because it was still so much debris and trees down because uh-huh. of lack of chainsaws uh-huh. he recorded this uh, little song <laughs> called Chainsaw and it's all about Hurricane Hugo is it, is it on see, Spotify I'll see if I can find it here in a minute and we'll uh, we'll play it uh, she said she was four years old she still remembers uh, Hugo pretty well my parents made us sleep on mattresses in the hall my grandparents lived next door so we would signal to each other periodically with flashlights from house to house so we knew that uh, everybody was okay my dad would look out the front window but wouldn't let me the eye or what was left of it even went over my house in Monroe yeah huge trees down most by the roots everybody came together to help out afterwards and um, her dad had a copy of that uh, cassette called Chainsaws her and her brother would, would sing it all the time that's funny that's yeah, crazy yeah cool. we'll have to we'll have to see if we can find that <laughs> yeah. deep searching on the internet <laughs> well, I did find this this will bring me some memories. It's actually a clip from September of 1989 from WCNC with Steve Riley and Larry Sprinkle, uh, part of a newscast while Hurricane Hugo is going on here. News City 6 had been bringing you regular updates on the storm from the Weather Center. And even though he was indoors during one of those updates, Larry Sprinkle felt firsthand the power of Hugo's gust. A maximum wind, sustained winds, are 80 miles an hour. We've received gusts up to um, uh, about 100 miles. I've been distracted because, uh, as a lot of people are experiencing, part of our ceiling just collapsed in here. Wow. This is a very serious system. Ceiling's uh, falling down. Going through Charlotte right now. Uh, we are feeling the real brunt of the storm at the moment. That was just a sigh from Hugo, but as Steve Raleigh pointed out early Friday morning, it foreshadowed what people... You guys remember Steve Raleigh? Yeah. But for the yeah. rest of us right in around the Charlotte area, we're getting buffeted by these winds. You can see back behind my weather patio what it's done to some of these trees here. In fact, I feel a good gust coming up, and you'll see them bend almost horizontally. We'll get up to 132 miles an hour. Uh, a totally dead- At one point, my reporter, Dave Barker, was lifted off his feet and thrown back. This is Dave Barker, News 36 reporting. Nowhere seemed safe. The roof was coming off the disaster preparedness shelter. A tree fell on our truck. Ducking behind cars gave only a short break from the wind. No shelter from falling trees. Stay inside. It is treacherous out there now. What we have been seeing all over the city of Charlotte are downed tree limbs on almost every street. It took us nearly an hour to get from the downtown area just to our station. Many of the streets are blocked not only by trees, but by power lines, and that's an extremely hazardous situation. We have seen trees that have fallen into houses. You had the report there in Union County. We expect the same thing happening right here in Charlotte, because we, as we have been driving along, Jesse, we have uh, been hearing or monitoring the police uh, band frequencies, and we have heard a lot of reports of trees that have hit houses and with people trapped inside. Yeah, I think that that would be like some of the funniest stuff is seeing those people standing mm-hmm. out in the storm and I'm like just because you're with the news do you think that like you're invisible like <laughs> there's a freaking Gotta hurricane story, coming yeah. yeah I'm like um but yeah I think like they said winds got up to like a 140 miles an hour yeah, and I want to say that there were um, maybe like 30 deaths from Hugo from uh, drowning was, and electrocutions yeah I was yeah. trying to find that this morning actually I couldn't because I knew there was some but I couldn't uh, I remember going up to Lake Norman just to check up because we had a summer house up there at the mm-hmm. time and uh uh, coming across 150 Bridge, we we're just kind of riding around looking at all the devastation. And there's a there's a marina there. Uh, it's called it's still there. It's called the Mid- Midway Marina. Mm-hmm. And all the boats 
had been pushed, pushed yeah. back into the corner on top of each other and made this like giant pi- it was like a giant pile of oh, wow. boats yeah. like you know mostly sailboats like just on, on, like they'd just been lifted out and stacked and stacked, stacked and stacked mm-hmm. more yeah. um, and that that kind of was like a reality hit for me i was like wow this is this is crazy like this is crazy yeah. to see yeah know? yeah i want to say i mean because besides that i mean we really haven't had anything huge i mean mm-hmm. we've had a bunch of scares which you know the media hypes up the storms and stuff <laughs> a lot which i'm like hey close the schools be you know i'd rather be safer than sorry yeah. Yeah. you know let's sit it out one day from work you know whatever but um yeah that's probably the biggest one that we've had i mean even last year you know uh, eastern north carolina got hit really bad and they kept saying it was going to come to charlotte and mm-hmm. everything kind of shut down and we were having a little bit we, we were having her Hurricane yeah. parties I lost and a few trees like, from that one. <laughs> I was li- I was literally standing in my yard and watched a tree. Yeah, come. I was like, yeah, that one's not going to make it, and there it goes. <laughs> but that's Charlotte for you. That's right. that's the snowstorms, the ice storms, the hurricanes. So if it doesn't come here, that's fine by me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, but hey, we can still throw a party. <laughs> throw Absolutely. A party. <laughs> I saw uh, Brad Panovich posted something on Twitter yesterday. I thought I thought it was pretty funny. He's been hit. I guess a lot of people write in to ask him questions. This is uh, what he's been getting in the last. A couple of days. Uh, is it going to be just like Hugo? Uh, no. If the storm moves 1,200 miles west and moves up I-77, will it be just like Hugo? <laughs> no, I don't think we'll ever have another Hugo. I mean, uh, that was. Ins- I mean, that. I hope we don't. But I don't. The storm. I don't know. They're so unpredictable. Yeah. So every storm is is unique. You know, that path was such a, a unique path. The way it came up. I mean, it just it got stronger and it got faster the closer it got, and it just made that beeline yeah. through Charleston right up straight through Charlotte. Well, this one they're saying what it's just kind of stopped and it's stalled mm. and just kind of slowed down. That's I mean, where you get a lot of rain too. That's where the flooding comes yeah. from. That's what it, what Florence did last year. Yeah, that's yeah. Have you guys seen the pictures of the Bahamas? Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah. That's Man, that's that place. We said that's who I was like our vacation spot mm-hmm. like growing up as a kid. So we always always had like a uh, you know kind did of. Did you fun. fly your plane down there? I uh, no, I didn't. But I did fly on my godfather's plane down there with him. <laughs> that's a little scary going over that much water. And, He's and, like, and, that's and a, a story I'm not allowed to a talk about. Twin engine, yeah. That that was uh, that was a little spooky. I was kind of have a, a connection to the Bahamas. It was like mm-hmm. the first place as a kid I went to, like yeah. out of the country to mm-hmm. vacation, and you know it was tropical, whatever. Um, and we went we went often and. Um, to see like Freeport, which is kind of where we went to, mm-hmm. all the devastation from there, and to see that storm just sat there, you know, mm-hmm. Dorian just sat there and spun and spun and spun. And yeah, I know that the Caribbean's used to getting hit from from hurricanes, and mm-hmm. they bounce back and they do well. I mean, I know that like the, the BVIs last year got hit with uh, Florence. Mm-hmm. They came, they came Florence, through. Yeah. Then. But what happened to them in the last couple of days has been has been hard. I mean, yeah. there's I mean, there's entire like what well, they said Marsh uh, Marsh Bay, it's, it's gone. I mean, yeah, it's, it's completely, gone. completely gone. And, and that's sad. Get, and those people don't have away. anywhere to go. No. Like it's not like you like here you go you go inland yeah. or you go yeah. up they don't have anywhere to go. like they're there like they're yeah. riding it out yeah you know, um, yeah i saw some man today he was talking about like him and his wife were trapped in the house and he was a fisherman and mm-hmm. he had a boat and all the videos that you see the people are like in their homes mm-hmm. and they're constantly trying to go up higher and higher mm-hmm. in their home and the whole time he said you know my wife slipped away from me and i and i lost her oh, and no. she drowned and oh, i was like geez. thinking i was like why didn't you get in the boat you oh, know but i mean it's God. like that stuff happens yeah. so fast I, I just don't understand like why i guess they don't have anywhere else to go but i'm like yeah. If you had a boat, why would you have stayed in your house? Some of these boats are small, so they're not going fast. And yeah. it's and to get away from it, I mean, I'd rather be stuck on land than out in the ocean yeah. with that. And those in yeah. the, the ocean's kind of even. I was at the beach this weekend, and the water was already kind of choppy. And mm. on top, of it, they were having a king tide. Never knew what a king tide was. Mm. What's They're, a king tide? Apparently, it's something that happens about every six months. I was talking to the guy at the Tiki Bar, my buddy <laughs> who lives down there. Wait, hold on. He Paul's, owns it. Paul, what is a king? Tide? I have no idea. I was like, man, I was like, because because my wife and I, the kids, were trying to walk from from where we were staying down to the Tiki Bar. 
far like you know it's really close but it's you yeah. you walk down the beach to get to it and there was there was no beach like and, huh. it, and the water was kind of come up to the steps of the tiki bar which wow. that never happens usually a lot like lots of beach out before yeah, yeah. Dark, even yeah. at high tide i asked my guy that owns the the tiki bar i was like hey what's what is, is this from the storm he's like no man he's like this is a king tide i was like <laughs> What the fuck is that? And he's like, man, it happens about every six months. It's just an ex- like an extreme high tide. Wow. Um, it comes way up. It uses your, you know, it, it, it erodes the beach away, and it uh, it just kind of comes all the way in. <laughs> and uh, he's like, now with the high tide attached to it and the storm coming, he's like, man, we're gonna be in a bad spot here in a few days. Yeah, that's. Wow. And he had said he was at guesstimating like like Sunday or Monday, then the storm slowed down, mm-hmm. so that's been delayed. So I don't know how long the king tide hangs around for, but I know that for the for the, that, the two days that. that we were down there. Um, the beach was considerably smaller than what it normally is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I'm sure part of that is from the you know the, from the tides and the waters mm-hmm. coming up because the wind started rolling up rolling in Sunday morning. We were starting to get the winds were picking up and the clouds were low. And you could tell these are not normal yeah. like storm clouds. These yeah. are like they, they were fucking cruising. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we packed up and got out just to get out of there a day. A day Where early. were you guys? Were you on Myrtle, like okay. Surfside, pretty much? Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, I'd never, I never heard of that or seen that before. No. But we literally had to. Yeah, we all, I was like, we might have to end up getting yeah. a, getting an Uber back to the <laughs> to where we're. At. I don't know if we're gonna be there's gonna be any beach for us to walk on when we leave here. Yeah, that's uh, you don't mess around with uh, Mother Nature mm. ever, ever. No so. man. So, I mean, going back to the Bahamas, I mean, if there's if there's anybody listening, I was kind of checking this out today. Like, you know, I'm always wanting to help in some way or yeah. like, what do you do? Obviously, there's people that take advantage of people that are willing to help. They put yeah. up fake crowd yeah. crowdfunding yeah. in. Um, and things that are that are garbage. So if you're looking to donate money, if you're looking to get to help out, let's just make sure what you're donating to is legit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that sucks because there's real people out there that are doing mm-hmm. the right things. And um, and you never know. Yeah. But to be safe, there's you know obviously the Salvation Army. There's uh, the International Medical uh, Medical Corps. There's um, World Central Kitchen, which is a there's a chef and and philanthropist uh, Jose Andreas that sets up kitchens. Yeah. Um, he comes in and he cooks for for people that don't have means to cook and have lost everything if you go check it out it's you know he's got a, a kind of a map and a plan of where he's got mobile kitchen setups that are coming in to cook for people pretty pretty cool thing what he what he does when there's uh, natural disasters that come in yeah, yeah that's wow. pretty cool i saw um, patrick davis um he plays here in charlotte a lot mm-hmm. at the evening muse mm-hmm. i saw him he um he's on tour right now with uh darius rocker with hootie nice. yeah um they're headed over to the uk but i saw uh-huh. um they play down there a lot, and I saw they're doing mm-hmm. some some uh, fundraising. Um, you know, they build those relationships with those people mm-hmm. when they go down there. So, yeah. absolutely. Weren't you uh, stuck in a hurricane? <laughs> speaking of the Bahamas, something down that way. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of so speaking of boats, um, yeah. So I, you know, I've I've lived through a bunch of hurricanes somehow or another. I mean, I lived in Raleigh. I lived in Raleigh when um, I think it was Bertha came through. I was mm-hmm. in Raleigh, and I remember you know being like, okay, I've I've survived Hugo. Right. Like this is going to be nothing but yeah it was um it was 2005 right. picture it it was 2005 um it was me and about i want to say it was about 50 or 60 of us from charlotte good grief we went on a Man, cruise to a the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah so we we all got in the car you know we rented vans we drove down to uh, port canaveral yeah. got on a cruise ship went down to the bahamas we had an amazingly uh intoxicated week of like just you know boozing like just Mm -hmm. having a good old time and so it's time to get on the boat and come back and they're like you know uh there's a hurricane hitting and we're like you know what so so there so we're on this boat 
in the Gulf of Mexico. And meanwhile, you know, we're college kids, so we've snuck like a shit ton of liquor onto the boat. But like one thing, so we've got like Listerine bottles full of vodka and stuff. And so we're in the Gulf of Mexico and they're like, basically like, well, you can't come in, you know, to this area because there's a hurricane hitting, but mm. you can't port in Cuba because mm. at the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Americans weren't allowed in Cuba. Yeah. So y'all are just going to have to sit on this boat and ride it out. So, <laughs> so keep in mind, you know, I think my parents knew where I was maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't remember if I told them. <laughs> and like, this is, I want to say like, what, 2005 I said. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I might need to call my mom and dad and tell them that I'm on a boat in a hurricane. Right. <laughs> so I just remember at the end of the trip, you know, I was, I was really scared. Like we were in a, in a room and I was with a ton of friends and we're, you're trying to get drunk, but when you're on a boat and you've got, you know, so much dramamine in you right. and stuff and it's like the waves are coming up over the windows wow. and, um, you know, there's no guardrails or anything on right. the tops of cruise ships. I mean, I see how people, you know, fall yeah. off and yeah, die. Yeah. So I'm like, I've got to call my mom and dad. And I remember calling my dad and my girlfriend's like, it's going to be so expensive, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, whatever. So I call and of course my dad is like, you know, do you have your camera with you? And I'm like, yeah, dad. And I'm like crying. And he's like, you are living through history. He's like, you need to go upstairs (laughs) on the top of the ship and film this. And I'm like, are you fucking out of your mind? You know, but the the funny thing about that was when we did finally get back to land Mm -hmm. and you have to pay your tabs for everything. Mm -hmm. My phone bill was more expensive than my alcohol bill for the oh, entire week. Wow. I think it was like $22 oh a minute to call back God. to the States. Do what? Yeah, oh. it was insane. So, but yeah, so <laughs> nice. I, I survived on a boat in a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> yes. So. Plenty of alcohol. Yes. Keep you company. Yeah, I was in uh, several back in, uh, when I lived in Wilmington, uh, I was working for a radio station called Surf 107 down there. It's uh, no longer there anymore, but we went through like seven in a three-year period or something like that. It was nuts. We kind of got used to it. It, it was a uh, hurricane season was really a thing. It's kind of like football season. You know, it's coming, yeah, you, you know, know during coming. that time. But it was uh, Bertha in 96 and Fran, I guess, was a, a couple of uh, months after that. And uh, Bonnie came through in 98. Then Dennis and Floyd and Irene in 99. I was uh, on the air in the studio or we were throwing a hurricane party somewhere. Mm. Usually it was one of them. I think it was Floyd because it was one that was really bad uh, that came through the area. And I was on the air at the time when it was uh, coming through. This was at night. And all of the media outlets, the TV stations, radio stations, everything in town suddenly went dark. They uh, Their towers blew over or the power went out or whatever it was. Our station general manager uh, was a former radio engineer. So he was prepared. He had a big generator set up and had everything ready to go just in case. So we were the only radio station, the only media outlet on the air through the, the main part of this hurricane. So here I am on the air uh, giving updates. And this is... Um, you know, people didn't have cell phones at the time. There was no internet at the time. TV went out. All they had was their radio in yeah. their home or in their car. So I'm like the the, the lone voice in the dark there, you know, kind of comforting everybody. The only place anybody's getting any kind of updates on the storm and what's going on. And had people calling in from all over the area saying, yeah, this uh, road is flooded out or there are trees down here. Or there's a boat in my front yard. And it became this big community uh, in the middle of the night. We all kind of rode through the storm together. And that's, that's something I'll never Never ever forget. That was such a cool thing at the time. What storm was that? I want to say it was Floyd in '99. Huh. That's the one that had uh, the flooding was so bad. I remember the next day being out in uh, almost chest deep water, wow. trying to help push people's cars out of the way, and and uh, a lot of boats out there. People were 
uh, getting rescued. But yeah, that's not something you want to mess with. I mean, we had that happen just a couple of weeks ago in South End. I mean, I got stuck in an area where the water was, you know, I saw somebody try and drive through water that was, you know, up past the bottom of the door. And that was just rain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, that's something you just, you don't play around with. I saw your video. Yeah. There was a video. I was like, where the hell is she at? I know. I was literally, (laughs) I was over on South Boulevard and I was like, okay, do I want to make this turn? I'm not really in a hurry. And I just kept remembering the, you know, turn around, don't drown. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, the way my luck is, I'm just going to sit here and start videoing idiots that try to drive through it. (laughs) And sure enough, I mean, there were two cars that went through and got stuck and, you know, had to be pulled out and ruin their cars. But that's crazy. And that that flood water is so nasty, too. People don't realize how disgusting it really is. You You don't want to go out swimming in it, driving in it, anything. No way. When uh, when Florence came or I'm sorry, when Matthew came through. A lot of my family's from the eastern part of the state, mm-hmm. and um, the big talk was was uh, Lumberton. Lumberton was yes. pretty much underwater. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. and you couldn't get in, God, and you couldn't horrible. get out. Yeah, and uh, and there was people, you know, breaking into houses and mm-hmm. taking advantage of people and stealing shit. And uh, I mean, people were in, were in dire like need for just stuff and supplies, and they were selling. But so many people were just trapped. Stores. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. trapped. People were breaking into stores, taking cigarettes, and selling cigarettes on the on the oh, streets. Geez. Yeah, it was nuts. So yeah. a bunch of us. Uh, kind of talked and we're like you know we need to go down here and and, and help these people they had the national yeah, guard down yeah. so um i set up i uh, i've never done a crowdfunding or crowdfunder in my mm-hmm. entire life set up one and uh um raised i want to say it was like i can't remember if it was like 1500 or two thousand mm-hmm. dollars and people that were that people that actually donated you know baby clothes mm-hmm. baby items um uh diapers formula um i mean i had i had three pallets of water and um Food and just, I mean, all, all kinds of stuff, right? Wow, so awesome. uh, I got together with one of my neighbors and one of my friends that, that I had toured with, who's from Australia, flew from LA hmm. and uh, came in and we were going to take, I had I had a grill, I had two grills, and then uh, my neighbor was going to bring his grill. We we're going to go down and cook for the people and uh, with all the food that we had bought from like Costco or BJ's or wherever we went to and uh, and just loaded up on, on tons of supplies. So I had a, one of my dad's enclosed car trailers. So I, I got... <laughs> I go hook this thing up to my truck and I go to uh, Walmart to pick up some of the stuff and some of the supplies and BJ's to pick up the rest. I went and priced out where I could get the cheapest mm-hmm. so I could get the most for, for the money that. I had. Yeah. We had a fucking trailer full of stuff. Oh, okay? wow. Yeah. We're in the parking lot leaving, I think it was BJ's and hit like this, you know, went over the speed bump <laughs> to come out. And <laughs> it was, even get out of the parking it lot. was so much weight in the trailer. <laughs> it popped the, the hitch off of my, like the, not the hitch, but the entire frame of the, the hitch like, <laughs> up from underneath my truck. Oh, wow. So we, <laughs> pretty much we had like you know we we my neighbor's with me he's like yeah we're not fixing that here and i was like well i don't even know how to get this thing off the ground i was like we don't have a jack or anything with us so i was like dude we're and we're trying to like pack and leave and get down to, to what kind of truck is this this was a silverado but like they they didn't have the heavy duty industrial bolts in it whoever put it on put it with regular bolts so, so they weren't strong enough for the weight geez. so um and i had towed all kind of crap with this thing so it, but it broke. But not enough food to feed the people of Lumberton, obviously. Obviously not. <laughs> so um, we, uh, I had been in touch with the with the fire marshal, uh, uh, or the the fire chief down there, and he's like, "Listen, just get down here." And I was like, "You know, where am I going? Tell me where to go. Tell me where to set up at." I was like, "Where's what's needed most?" I was like, "We're we're coming, and we've got a <laughs> lot of shit." Meanwhile, broke down in the parking <laughs> and, uh, lot. Of the and he was like, "Just get down here. Here's my number. Call me, and I'll t- and I'll tell you where at the time where it's what's needed the most. People yeah. were starting to come in and help and help yeah. communities." So we. Um, 
uh, we went and I had to go rent a U-Haul <laughs> because obviously my truck wasn't going and neither was the trailer. Right. So we, we go rent a U-Haul. We unload everything off of it onto this U-Haul, and uh, which I should have done in the first place. But um, but so I had to, I, I just paid for that out of my own pocket because we don't you know I wanted the, the money that was donated mm-hmm. to go to mm-hmm. to food and uh, right. and uh, non-perishables. Yes. So. Um, so we did that. And we had people bring us clothes. Like I had tons and tons and tons. I, I, so it's a good thing I got the U-Haul because people brought more stuff. Yeah. And that literally it was like from from front to back full. Like wow. we could barely shut the door. What did you find? Like was the most like need? I mean, I would assume like baby stuff and water. Uh, or what was the most it, it needed was thing? Baby stuff and water. But we had like I think we had a couple. We had a couple thousand hot dogs, a couple thousand hamburgers, um, and then all the stuff to go along with it. Um, I had a restaurant, uh, Lancaster's Barbecue in Mooresville, um, saw my post and what I was mm-hmm. doing, and they donated um, a crazy amount of, of, of barbecue. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. and I cooked, they yeah. cooked it, they got it ready, and yeah. uh, they were like, listen, here's all you have to do to, to warm it back up to, you know, yeah. for when you get down there. It gave me like trays and trays of beans, like wow. I mean, all kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I had coolers. I, I had coolers for days everywhere at my parents' house. Yeah. So we filled everything up with uh, that we had to put in coolers to get it down there. Yeah. Um, rid of the U-Haul, packed it up, went down. And so when I talked to the, to the, uh, to the fire chief, he said, listen, we have a command station set up here. Um, I forget what the community center really was, but it was kind of what they were using mm-hmm. to bring in supplies and separate things out before they were distributing it into the into the cities, yeah. and or into the town. And they had people coming in to pick up food and, and items, you know, as well as if if they couldn't reach them or if they needed something like right immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So we went down. He's like, listen. Our National Guard uh, troops down here haven't had anything more than a pack of crackers and and maybe maybe a peanut butter sandwich in the last like three or four days. Oh wow! They would love, Jeez. you know. Would you mind doing that for them? I was like, yeah. I, I'll do whatever you right. tell me to do. Yeah. You're yeah. you're you're the leader down here. You tell me where to where to go. What I need mm-hmm. to do. He's like, I'll be honest with you. If you go into town and set mm-hmm. this up, it's going to be a very unsafe situation for you. Hmm. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, you're coming in with 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 a truckload of gold right yeah. now. Yeah. He's like, it's going to be unsafe. He's like, and I don't know that we could help you. He's like, it's it's pretty dangerous. It's so down there. sad that it turns. To I know, like man. That because I know. it's like you know, really, it's like you know, we're all in this together, and we're all, you know, in the same situation. But yeah. you know, people, there's always you know that one oh, yeah. or that group that just has so to. so we we cooked the whole day man we set up a line of grills and we cooked uh, uh they raided out and they were doing transfers and sending groups in and trend and, and uh replacing other posts they were posts up around the city and um we went through i think we cooked from <laughs> shit like t- 10 a.m we got down there early and like uh, hot we dog at 8 a.m that sounds good to me. nine or 10 a.m until uh six o'clock that night and we went through wow. everything and, wow. and then we they had some volunteers come over and unload the rest of the stuff off the truck um, it was it was pretty cool, man. I mean, not the, not the situation, but it's a um, cool feeling to be able to give yeah. back and help people. Yeah. And you don't realize it until you do it. I saw somebody on the news talking about you know we're just now getting back you know to normal mm-hmm. from Florence because mm-hmm. they were underwater. I mean, they got hit yeah. so bad yeah. down there. There was an area that had a hog farm. You know, hog farms are, yeah. are big out there. Um, six hundred six hundred hogs all gone yeah. dead and floating in the water wow. i was like are you serious and he's like man you can't even go in that area that there's some it's so like the rotting and yeah. sitting in the sun and floating in the water he's like there's so much contamination you can't even get into that area uh, i think it's jimmy johnson's wife she goes she has a like a non-profit and they go down when like the hurricanes and stuff and try and save like the animals or get the animals out because you know you think about horses and stuff they're they're trapped mm-hmm. in those areas and i guess the people don't think to you know I need to let these animals out or, you know, it's the last minute, but yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. I know this, the storm's supposed to roll into Charleston around 
Thursday morning, yeah. and then so tomorrow is Carolina tomorrow. Coast yeah, Friday morning. Yeah. So hope it stays off coast. Um, Storm surge around that area is looking like uh, in this. They say once it uh, reaches uh, that part of North Carolina around the Outer Banks, it's going to pick up steam and just shoot off really, really quick. Mm -hmm. You know, was it like three miles an hour? It took, you know, a day or so to get over the Bahamas. But this is going to really take it out of the area really quick after that. So hopefully that'll cut down on the flooding. But Wilmington, storm surge, estimated between four and seven feet. Uh, Hatteras, four to six feet. And and that's a lot of water coming in all at one time. So that's going to going to cause some flooding as well but if this storm does uh, haul ass and get out of here quick that'll cut down on the flooding but uh, i haven't seen the latest whether or not it's kind of slowing down i'm going to check not. out my uh live feed of the flag out at yeah. five pan tower oh. i mean it's it's insane that like is he out there now no 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 he just has a camera set up on the the um coast guards you know station but it's got a live feed on it that's running like 24 hours a day mm-hmm. so like i mean you can i mean it's dark but you can still see it. There's not a light on it. But, I mean, obviously the wind's whipping. But the waves aren't yeah. really up that high. It's not that. No, it doesn't look that bad. Compared to compared Florence, to Florence last, year. last year, yeah, it's definitely. Wow, that's cool. And you can see that on your um, so Instagram he, and Facebook pages. Right? Yeah, and he's yeah. got that on. It's explore.org. Okay. So he has that. And he'll probably Pretty have cool. it running until the, um, can you see that? He's, he's, he's going to oh, probably yeah. have that running until, you know, it's actually gone mm-hmm. because, yeah, he'll fly back out there because I think like that will run for maybe, you know, 12 or 14 hours. Yeah. But anybody can, you know, log in on the Internet and see it on Explore.org. Oh, the camera run for 12 yeah. or 14 hours? Yeah. So he flew out there this morning and put that up. And so I don't know if he'll do it again, just depending on how the storm is. But yeah. Yes, I'll wake up first thing in the morning, and that will be the <laughs> that, first thing I look your, at. I'm like, that's your that's your morning. <laughs> yes, I'm like, I want to see how the flag's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break here, and we'll be right back in just a minute. This is QC Confessional on RadioCharlotte.com. Charlotte Radio, Charlotte Radio, that rocks. Ribbed for her pleasure. I turned them inside out. Hey man, this don't feel right. My donkey senses are tangling all over. Radio Charlotte. All right, welcome back to QC Confessional on RadioCharlotte.com with Brandon and Jenna and Wren. If you want to leave us a message or give us a call here on the show, call the listener line. It's the TAN line, 704-TAN-LINE, 704-826-5463. You can leave us a message, and we might feature it on a future podcast here. So uh, give us a shout. Let us know who you are and what you're up to and where you're listening from. We've had some businesses reach out to us as well. If you're interested in sponsoring the QC Confessional podcast, shoot me an email. Ren, R-E-N-N, at RadioCharlotte.com, and we'll get back to you here real soon. We'll talk more. So there's something I wanted to ask you about. I noticed uh, last week when we did uh, the uh, the debut episode of QC Confessional, we yes. went over to Graham Street Pub beforehand, but we walked through the tunnel next to um, the uh, Panther Stadium, and, yeah. and the Keep Pounding thing was gone. Yeah, but did and you... And you raised hell about I it on social hell media. about it. I and did. Now, and today, I got a video from my buddy AJ and mm-hmm. my buddy... Um, Frank, yep. they said, Jenna, we've got to let you know they are out here in the tunnel putting up new keep pounding signs and it's awesome. teal and it's beautiful and it yeah. looks great. And they were, I think they were, um, they were painting the, um, walkway mm-hmm. and widening it and putting, you know, down, um, like new sidewalk, but you know, nobody called me and told me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how was I supposed to know? Yeah. So, you know, Tepper, when you make decisions like that, you need <laughs> to let me know because if not, I'm going to pitch a fit. All right. So I'm one that uh, easily recognizes patterns and trends and things like that. And Jenna, I'm starting to notice a little something about you. Even before the, the tunnel last week, we were talking about the Panthers not 
having any hats or shirts gears <laughs> dealing with London and you jumped on social media and kind of said something about it well, to uh, David Tepper and next thing you know. Well, so hold on, let's back up. So <laughs> I, whenever I travel, I, uh, I like to wear a hat because yeah. I'm blonde. I'm usually by myself and I'm bebopping around and talking to strangers. <laughs> and so I, as a female, you know, I like to have a hat on to right. kind of, you know, maybe uh, give me a buffer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I went to I went to my buddy Zach at the Roaring Riot. I went to the guys over at Seven O Four. I went to you know everybody that I could think of that has any kind of clothing apparel. And I was like, hey, are you guys going to do anything? You know, the Panthers are playing in London. Yeah. This is the first time. It's a really big deal. And everybody kind of brushed me off. And I saw on one of the pages, um, one of the guys said, you know, well, when the Jags played over in London, this was the hat that they had. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, that's actually a good looking hat. You know, I would wear that you know that's the only thing I do not have for my trip as a hat and I really do want to have you know a a good pant you know I have a ton of Panthers hats but I wanted something I've never been to London before and um, being a Panthers fan so I took the Jags hat I blacked out the Jags logo and I slapped the Panthers logo on it and I said hey uh, will somebody make this hat for me I will wear it I will promote your company I'll wear it all over London and um, I kind of you know I kept harassing the guys and I I still don't understand why nobody made one, but the next thing I know, um, New Era, they made mm-hmm. a hat, and I bought it, and it sold out. I think it sold out in like four hours. I saw that. Yeah. That was insane. So I'm really happy that I got a hat because, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still going to talk to strangers, but. <laughs> so, you know, uh, a lot of us sit around sometimes, you know, uh, and try and come up with million dollar ideas and the next best thing and, and all that kind of thing. I mean, we all do it from time to time, um, but Jenna's kind of a natural at that. So if she ever comes up with an idea and mentions it to you, run Write with it because it it's going to happen. <laughs> so I'm so stoked that football season, I mean, the first yeah. home game is Sunday. I got my I we've got so um, the Rams. Yeah, we're playing the Rams. I've got yeah. friends coming in from Manitoba, nice. Canada. My friends Megan and Jeff are flying That's in. That's right. We were talking about her before. Yeah, so uh, these are friends of ours that uh, we met in um, Jacksonville when the Panthers played the Jags. Mm-hmm. And we went down there with the riot and bought the pools out. And mm-hmm. I met Megan and Jeff down there. And um, so they've become fans. They live all yeah. the way on the other side right. um, in Manitoba. So That's they're way over there. Yeah, they're coming in and uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, a big game. I it mean, is. the weather's looking awesome yeah. and, um, think we're going to win. Of course, of course we're going to win. What do you mean? Do I think we're going to win? Of That's course we're going to win. That's the answer I wanted to hear. See, yes. you're the kind of Panthers fan. I'm already like. singing sweet Caroline. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, it's, uh, so she is the one that, did you get her like the, the case of white claw or whatever it was that she wanted? Didn't she want? She's something? never had white claw. Okay. She was like, Jenna, what is this white claw stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh God, what does this look like to Canadians? And I was like, don't worry, you'll have plenty of white claws and truly. So we'll, we'll hook you up. There's going to be lots so. of them here. And yeah. I love football season, man. It's, it's one of my favorite times of the year. I just get, you know, when you start seeing on social media, uh, six days till football, five days till football, four days till football. I mean, 88 days till football. I'm going, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah. And uh, the home game, I just love the feel, the energy in uptown Charlotte on game days. Yeah. There's not, I've lived in other cities that have had teams. It's not the same kind of energy. Well, even tonight, like coming over here, I noticed mm. all the buildings are lit up. They're lit yeah. up teal and um, yeah. all of them are. So it's just, yep. it kind of gets you hype and ready. 
and mm-hmm. we're supposed to have great weather here in Charlotte, which means we'll probably have the flyover, which yeah. that's one of my favorite things. I love the flyover, even at NASCAR races. I mean, oh, you've been yeah. to tons of NASCAR races and something about the flyover. It just, I mean, it just makes you, I don't know, feel American and you just want to like <laughs> pound a beer and be like, fuck yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. And one thing I love about game day here in Charlotte is the food. I mean, whether you wake up and you make a big breakfast or you're out tailgating and grilling hot dogs and burgers or whatever, or you're at a bar and you're drinking beers and eating bar food or whatever it may be, it's always such a good time. And even after the games, after all the games are over, some friends and I will get together and we'll go to uh, a diner, you know, just go out there. You've been drinking beer all day. You hit a diner, you grub down, you're nice and full and you go home and you go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got some good little hole in the wall places Mm -hmm. that uh, I don't think a lot of people know about, but I'm learning more from you guys. I want to know all about all these places. I have no idea. Yeah, you got some places to go to for sure. Yeah, we've got, we've got, we need to have you like on a, um, not like a, a, bar crawl but like on a food crawl yeah. like, <laughs> food crawl basically it's down south boulevard it starts talking? at the center of the city <laughs> yeah. and then you've got to hit you know <laughs> x y and z but yeah there's some there's some great places to hit um we were talking about you know growing up i remember one of my favorite places is so many of the places are gone which kills oh, me know, but man. you know um there was athens that athens was, was one of my favorites it's, it was right at central piedmont it was like this is back when you could you know smoke in the bar smoke in the diners wow. inside and stuff and you know we we're in high school and we just wanted to be somewhere that was not where our parents were and you know so we would go and hang out there and they would be like you know you're gonna buy food and we're like yeah you know whatever but (laughs) Athens was like one of those places you could go to and just sit and hang out and you know spend a dollar on coffee and hang out until four or five o'clock yeah. in the morning man i think so, i think i've visited athens at all times during the day I mean, it was it, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't matter if it was 2 a.m 4 a.m like 10 a.m for like for breakfast breakfast yeah. like normal people and then uh <laughs> um, lunch never really did dinner there normal but i was people. always there for those times but uh, you know a diner to me was always um when we would get off work at my parents clubs or when i was a kid and i would go to work with my dad mm-hmm. you know it was just the only place that was open that was open because you know we'd, you're talking like two three four o'clock in the morning and uh, sometimes in some of his clubs that were open to 4 a.m., mm-hmm. it was even later. And we would go to uh, like Knife and Fork off Independence. And mm-hmm. it didn't matter where our club was located. Like we would drive all the way to Yeah. <laughs> well, there yeah, were so good, many huh? good ones, though. I mean, and the thing about it, you know, with Athens, I look today and it's so Athens lost their lease to Central Piedmont. Mm-hmm. And A lot of places it, it had it been seemed. there, you know, for um, I want to say it was called something before it. It was like a, a curb stop place. Where, and got where a, was it exactly over there? So um, Athens was uh, the corner of East Fourth and Independence. Okay. And it was there for like 45 years. Wow. And before that, it was called Jerry's Drive-In. Mm-hmm. And it was like a South 21. And I mean, this is way before my time. But right. um, but I saw that it's still vacant like the the lot is still vacant they've still wow. i don't they've not built anything there that's sad yeah it's so, gone for a reason and that reason never happened yeah wow. but um yeah knife and fork i can still remember i would always go in there and get a grilled cheese with american and provolone mm-hmm. and a side of pickles and a side of ranch oh, that yeah. was like my thing in high school you and pickles i love pickles I like <laughs> ranch there's uh i used to go there, there, pop. there <laughs> right? pickles and jameson that gets good too. <laughs> they don't usually have jameson at the at the diner my dad and i used to go to knife and fork and, and mm-hmm. charlie was a guy that owned the place and, uh, you know, I was a kid, man. I was like 11, 12, 13 years old. And not to me, the kids that age are out at like four, five, four, five in the morning with <laughs> hanging out with their dad and all the, all the workers from the club. Just me and, and Brandon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all the workers from the club. Oh yeah. And, uh, we, uh, we would like, they would, they would 
they would you bribe me to go the lady would be like cleaning up you know she's like <laughs> trying to get off of her shift and she's, she's running vacuuming. the vacuum cleaner oh yeah man and they i would crawl under these tables around people's feet and unplug the vacuum cleaner <laughs> and and she she used to get mad about it and then she finally got to a point where she would never see me come in and, and uh-huh. if her vacuum cleaner got cut off she would turn around and say my name i know you're here i know you're here and i'm like i'm crawling under tables trying to get back to my to my dad's table but um yeah man we used to go there a lot and uh the landmark which is still there mm-hmm. over off of mm-hmm. uh central um yeah. f- you know fantastic 24 24 hour diner gosh man some of the other you know there's gonna have good pie the good a lot of the good ones are are gone though which is sad but then we were talking tonight about the ones that are still around so Mm -hmm. we were talking about skyland Mm -hmm. which skyland so for some reason like charlotte got rid of all the waffle houses like yeah we used to have like one up in the university we used to have one over on woodland is one of the university still there i think they revamped it or Uh, it was closed for a while yeah but it's still there uh, the one that we had over on South Boulevard and Woodlawn, it got clo- it was closed. Like mm-hmm. we don't really have any, you know. So then all of a sudden, like Midnight Diner came around and mm-hmm. Red Eye Diner. It was there this and, morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's my um, breakfast stop before I go to the venue. <laughs> Skyland has always been my like go to. They have. I am from the South. I eat liver mush. I mm. will go and get the calabash shrimp platter at mm. two forty five in the morning. Yeah. Um, it's a good place to go get like a good hot meal. Yeah. I mean, not yeah, just yeah. breakfast, but uh, we were talking about like what a diner is and so mm-hmm. uh yeah it, i think it's somewhere that serves breakfast 24 hours a day mm-hmm. i mean would you guys agree yeah. or well doesn't, i mean to, to me mcdonald's do that though i mean what's the oh real, god the don't real, even compare uh, mcdonald's what is the real what? definition <laughs> oh my god of a diner what Listen, separates a diner uh, from a restaurant mcdonald's french like? fries can sit on the on a plate for 25 <laughs> years and not mold okay yeah. there's something, something wrong. wrong with that there's something yeah. wrong with that the pink no. stuff do not put that in your body <laughs> <laughs> um but i will eat liver mush <laughs> i'm not a big liver mush guy i've never had that before what but i mean it's because mainly the uh, name the name, the name. It's just like man i don't know it's liver hey, mush listen i'm telling you guys i know what's cool it's liver mush <laughs> and pickles yeah, i'm starting to, to understand that uh, what, what jenna says and does is usually you know good to go we're, but, we're uh, gonna have to take come quiet too that's another thing i've never yeah, yeah. <laughs> come quiet and liver mush. wait come again can't do what? Them. <laughs> can't do them um yeah, I think that there's, uh, to me, a diner is, is it's going to be 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's going to serve breakfast 24 hours. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of uh, lists of like, you know, popular diners, you know, that are in the Charlotte area. And to me, some of those, like, they're, although they're fantastic restaurants, I don't really consider them a, like a diner, you mm-hmm. know? Um, Do you consider the Diamond over in uh, Plaza Midwood? So... I do. I, I do too. I do. I and consider it's it a diner, and, uh, and the penguin I considered like yeah. when it was around. Oh, I, I considered forgot about the penguin. Yeah, but the guys oh, that wow. run that was diamonds. the first place my parents ever went on a date in like the mid seventies. Was the was the, the penguin? That was the first the place penguin. I went to eat when I moved to Charlotte. Is it really the penguin? So <laughs> the guys that run the diamond are the guys that used to like work originally. At, yeah, they yeah, used to work yeah, there, yeah. and I heard that they're opening a new spot that's going to be. Really? Um, it's going to be a take on the what the penguin was. Good. Um, I'll keep you guys posted on that. Yeah. So stay tuned, QC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, did you guys ever go to the Copal Grill? I asked you about that earlier. I, I don't think that I did. So the only it reason... sounds really familiar. I don't know if I just saw the sign. Or, I mean, it's a very good possibility that I went as a kid with my dad because we were always at diners. Yeah. But, uh, and he was, a, he was a big diner guy. So the Copal Grill, it's out off of Wilkinson.
Wilkinson Boulevard. It's gone. Um, this is back. So my dad used to work um, out off Wilkinson Boulevard when I was a kid. And he had a bunch of friends with car shops out there and stuff. And when I used to go and frequent Coyote Joe's in my college days, that was like the diner you would go to. And I remember one night we rolled up in there and Hootie and the Bluefish. Oh, this nice. was like during their like prime. Yeah. They were like killing it. And they were in there hanging out. It was like three o'clock in the morning. They had just gotten done with the show. But it's gone. Oh. Um, but it was like, it was a really, really cool diner. Um, there's also, um, what is it, Liberty East? Liberty East. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Liberty East was times. pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good spot on Independence when we were in high school. And I haven't been there in a while. I, I mean, haven't been there in a while. I passed it. They actually have one in, there's one in Monroe, I believe. Or is it, there's a knife and fork that's still in Monroe. I just passed it the other day on the way to the beach on 74, like in Monroe. Yeah. Monroe so area. much of that stuff since they've um, widened Independence. And there's so many of those restaurants that were out there that kind of, you know, had to close mm -hmm. or they moved or um have you ever been to hugo's diner on uh south yes. boulevard at seneca <laughs> yes yeah that place is actually pretty good and it's i mean it's a hole in the wall but it's got really good food i want to say it's 24 hours uh i think it is i don't ever go that far down south boulevard mm -hmm. um because i usually stop at skyland because right. it's <laughs> it's closer to the yeah. city do you ever remember there was a uh speaking of independence boulevard where the shopping center where the infinity's in used to be there was a yeah. there was an eckerd's there right I do remember that. Do you remember when Eckerd's used to have like the, the grills? Like the it was like the old you know all the old folk would go. I, oh, I would vaguely. Go, I, would, I would go with my uh, with my neighbor. He was like, hey, let's why don't you hop on the truck and we'll go grab some breakfast at the at Eckerd's. I remember Woolworths but you would, having. But a you grill. would you would walk in and literally it was like it was just one of those bar t bar places, you mm -hmm. know, and, and yeah. it was no seating other than just at the at the the counter. Yeah, and uh, you know, open grill or whatever, and uh, and they all had grill. You know, they had this, all the they would meet there and trade stories and mm -hmm. talk shit and whatever they were doing Read but I would go with my, with my neighbor he was he would go to Eckerd every single morning to, to, to get breakfast that was, is that it was because his the thing. earth angel was next door no I don't I don't think that was quite there yet it, that was shortly after good old earth angel <laughs> right but um but yeah that was I remember that place really well um earth yeah. angel or Eckerd Eckerd <laughs> Eckerd I don't know that I've ever been an earth angel oh come Silver. on oh, I don't think I've ever been an earth angel <laughs> it was right beside infinity uh, yeah I know it? I know exactly where it was at so there was a cigar shop there too <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I, you know there was there what was the place it was uh monroe road and a windover maybe it was a maybe the ghost or beef at one point in time then it became oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah, else yeah. what was it after Ghosts that or beef no, still. Ghosts or beef is it still, still there yeah, yeah. and it's 24 place. hours right no it's, no. Not, it's not 24, 24 hours. hours it's like mm -hmm. it's, it reminds me of the old smokehouse that used to be on montford it's like uh, you can go in there and get like a vegetable plate or it's mm -hmm. like a it's like a I don't want to compare it to Loopy's because uh -huh. Loopy's stands alone. Because mm -hmm. have you ever been to Loopy's? Oh, dude. Yeah, Loopy's, yeah. oh my burgers. God. Mm. Mashed potato Monday. Spaghetti, bro. <sighs> Need to go mm. get the spaghetti. Yeah. Remember the, the Guster beef? There were uh, times when I would go out there, uh, mac and cheese, like on Tuesdays. Yeah. But it's kind of like one of those things you have to go when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Less I feel like there was something was. over there that was 24 hours because <laughs> most, most of the memories of my shit are from like late night stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to think though, like what you would have been thinking of. Because um, it almost looked like a Liberty East, but it's not a Liberty East. It was something, it was, uh, the building looked like that. I'm trying to think. My memory's foggy because but it's, I, know what I was talking. usually I mean, I know foggy exactly when I went in there. But, about, but I don't remember anything over that way that was. When they, when they closed Knife and Fork, he bought, that was his second or his next place. It was some, something like that. Man, I miss Charlie. I've got a picture of me and Charlie and one of my best girlfriends in high school and we used to come in there and I think he was you know 
as he should be worried. He was always you know, worried the teenagers were going to come in and run out on their bill. And I remember always <laughs> no, walking he was in. funny about that, man. And I would always be <laughs> like, fun. we have cash. Don't worry. Like, we're going to sit here for 14 hours, but we will pay you. Like, you know, he was funny. Uh, I remember taking, uh, it was a, like a late night date after, we were after club. A night. late night a date. Late Wait, night hold date. on. What is a late night date? It, well, it's a date that I took, a, to, I took out to the clubs and we partied on it. And then we went to have breakfast. So it's a late night date. Uh-huh. So it was a girl so I dated she didn't get through. a full meal. She got breakfast. <laughs> she got breakfast. <laughs> but she got good breakfast. So we, uh, Girl, you get those eggs however you want them. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Hey, so girl. I took her. Yeah, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> that's that's So we, uh, we're in there. And I forget, like, you know, Charlie was like, he was old school Greek. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what the custom is or, if it were, or what it is, but like you ordered for for the, for the, the lady yeah. that you're with. Yeah. So uh, and uh, and the, the girl I was dating time was from she was from Columbia and um, South Carolina. No, or? not South Carolina. <laughs> so um, but, you know, so and I kind of told her, I was like, listen, just be prepared. He's probably not going to let you order what you want. I'm going to you just tell me what you want. I'll order for you. Right. And she was so confused. I was like, it's just it's not it's a yeah. it's not a Charlie man thing. It's an school, old school right? Greek old school. You know, custom thing. I'm, I'm assuming. So um, he would uh, he he'd. He would look to me. He's like, and, and, you know, what would the what would the young lady like? And I'm like, I was like, well, she wants this, 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 because I've already had to ask her before, you know, prep her for that. And she just thought that was the strangest thing, man. Yeah. And um, but it was, uh, but he was a good dude. He was always like, I knew the and knew the guy since I was a kid, and and all the way up until, I mean, in my twenties. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know whatever happened to him. Uh, yeah, I have no idea whatever happened to him. I remember when they tore the knife and fork down. It was like, I mean, it was just so sad. And, oh yeah. And I mean, they were widening independence, but. I mean, I don't understand why knife and fork couldn't stay. I, I mean, know. they got rid of yester was it uh, yesteryears years. or something over yeah. there, and there are a bunch of little, you know. I mean, because when you grow up in Charlotte, you know, you go to the same bars over and over mm-hmm. and over. And we started going to bars when we were like fifteen. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're eighteen, it's like. I mean, there were different bars opening up. You know, it was grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> we yeah. went to a lot of clubs. So it was like, you know, but you always had your your spot that you went to. And yeah. it was like you would yeah. run into people. I mean, I remember at one point there was a Lebo's on Independence. And at yeah. one point there was a techno club behind Lebo's. Behind Lebo's. Like you could get your Western gear at the front and get your like techno gear in the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. but Was it called the Metro? It might have been called the Metro. Yeah, it, I, ended, I, it ended up becoming like Rockies or something later. It, Opened at like two thirty-five in the morning oh, and closed around eight fifteen. Wow. Yeah, but it was only open on like Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah. It was sketchy shit. It was so sketchy. <laughs> like I'm like I cannot believe I never got stabbed or anything. <laughs> it's amazing. Are there you know, any places like that that are still around that are open from you know like midnight to six? No, man. Because they uh, so, so least cut down. Well, I mean, you could probably blame figured. blame us for that. So um, they uh, they that would be branded. Thanks, they came up with a law because there was no law that said that said you couldn't. You just couldn't serve alcohol. Yeah, but there was no law that said couldn't right. be open right, right, right. so obviously nothing happens good after midnight and yeah. nothing really happens you know right you know anything good after 2 a.m 2 <laughs> so um to have a bunch of people still in the building in a room kind of partying and uh-huh. and, uh, uh-huh. and doing other things um is definitely not a good idea well at least they didn't see it that well way. we used to go down so. i can remember a lot of nights somehow we'd end up uh down in uh south carolina because you know south carolina is what 12 miles from the center right. of charlotte so <laughs> we'd go down there what was it was it club ibiza that 
that we used to go to down there? Do you yes. remember Club Ibiza? Damn, I forgot all about that. Yeah, Club Ibiza used to be just across the line, just across the border, and you uh. get on there, and it was a whole different world, wow. whole, different a whole different set different of world. <laughs> but we, um, I think that they came up with this uh, this ordinance where if you're going to be open from past two, and you mm-hmm. had from two to four was a certain fee. You could be open, but you couldn't license. serve alcohol. You couldn't yeah. serve alcohol. Well, well, they, well, they, uh, you could be open, but they, they implied a, uh, pretty much a, a like a, uh, what do they call it? The late night, the late night permit or something. Right. Not, not that you could serve alcohol, but you could be you open. You could be open. And really it was just their attempt to, to make it so pricey that you wouldn't want to be open because they didn't right. want you to be open. Right. They were done dealing with issues. Right. <laughs> so, um, so they had a fee from 2 to 4 a.m. And then they had a fee from 4 to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And it was so crazy expensive. And we were actually kind of like winding down at midnight to 6. Like we were, we were done. You know, midnight was, till 6 was like ugh. the spot though. Because it was, That's a it whole was podcast right in itself the, right there, It buddy. was right where the bus station is now. Mm-hmm. So it was before yeah. we had the bus station. That's how old we are. Well, oh, yeah. But they, they, it, was, it just got to the point where we were like, it's just, this is, you know, yeah. we had to walk up this fee. like rickety staircase and i can remember <laughs> it being like 19 and high heels yeah. and being like are they gonna let it me in it was steep too like, buddy it was up it, it was, was really like a fire steep. escape type uh, type pictures? of staircase yeah i got bring some pictures i want to check no windows in that building yeah there were no windows you walked in it was completely black you could everything glowed including your teeth mm-hmm. it, was, it was like black lights and black light carpet yeah. like, it was it was nuts but couches it was yeah so, it was and it was so like wild. two guys that were 19 that ran it we're yeah. like wait what how is this even illegal i was 21 <laughs> Were you? Yeah. Of course, yeah. And that was the only reason I got to run that one. So I went to my dad and I was like, "Hey, look, man, you got a building that's not doing well. Let me. I got a concept. <laughs> he right? says this to your, hey, you're look, not going to like this at all. You're going to absolutely hate this. But, but I'm going to make you a lot of money. Just, I'm going to make you a lot of money. Just stay out of my way. And stay. Don't even come here for thirty days. Right. Right. And uh, and he and he. I think it took him like two weeks. Yeah. And uh, he came in. He looked around. He's like, "Son, what the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> I was like, "A hell of a party." He's like, "I can see that." I can be like, "Hey, Mr. Hudson, like, how are you? What's our bar sales gonna be like?" I was like, mm, "We're not gonna have a whole lot of bar sales." And he's like, well, "How's that?" I was like, "We got some really expensive orange juice and water." He was like, "Do what?" I was like, "Just don't even ask any questions." <laughs> hey man, that was a good time. Midnight till six though. It's got its own like little cult following. Like uh-huh. if you're from Charlotte, there's a couple of things you'll remember. You'll remember Midnight Till Six. You'll remember mm-hmm. the Backroom at Mythos. You'll remember Liquid yeah. Lounge. You'll remember the 619 Club that had a plywood oh my door. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Midnight Till Six we'll is... Have to uh, do a, we'll have to do a podcast and talk about old old nightclubs. Oh, my God. Well, we've had a couple of reunions. And, uh, oh, yeah, there has been a we've couple. We've had a couple of reunions. Um, yeah. Joffe, um, that used to throw, like, the biggest parties. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's put together, and he's really, like, driven it to do a couple of um, parties over at Surge on Central Avenue. Mm-hmm. And we've had some, I mean, he has sold them out. I want to say he's had three of them. And each time he's reached out to me and he's like, hey, let's do a reunion. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. I mean, what are we, you know, what are yeah. we waiting for? Yeah, yeah. And every time that we go though, it's this music that you know, but mm-hmm. you like, you forgot you knew it until you hear it. Right. But it's oh, yeah. like, if you ever walked into the back room at Mythos, <laughs> that's all I need to say. That's all I need to say. Do you remember Maddie's? Did you ever go to Maddie's Diner? Maddie's Diner. Where was that? Right across from the Fillmore in the parking lot before they Oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. It was, like it was the old Aerostar. I've actually like, been there. It looked like an old silver um, trailer. Yeah. 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 Man, that place was fantastic. It was, uh, it was it full of drunks. Weird, well, it was. But it, and it had some weird hours. Like, they were, you never knew if they were going to be, they, they would just decide, yeah, we're going to be open late side or yeah. some nights or not but um that place is killer and I can, I can tell you now that like all these tours that pull up especially the bus drivers and the guys that get up early mm-hmm. in the morning come off mm-hmm. they just and, and they look across the street 
and they do this number like hey bro and they're like they're still half asleep <laughs> where's that diner oh yeah, dude i was like so you haven't been here since yeah. then huh i was like nope where did it go i was like man it's gone that's something and you just see the sadness like come over their face they were thinking like, about it the whole time they were they, they, some of them literally were talking about it on the bus like <laughs> yeah. you know the last two hours of the ride They're like man we can't wait to get to the venue dude we're gonna pop out for our day starts mm-hmm. we're gonna have some killer breakfast over this little diner across the street yeah. and they get out and it's a you know it's a building that's yeah. one thing that like the music factory does not have i mean you can go get pizza at 820 but there's mm-hmm. nowhere to go get food over there like there's uh, no food trucks there's yeah. no diner i mean no. hey, you should open a restaurant over there well, vbgb does have some yeah but even they, their grill's done at like 11 yeah their o'clock. grill's done early yeah, like after really a show there's nowhere over yeah. there to get you know uh some calabash shrimp at 2 30 i think they're just trying to get Dude, everybody if there, if there was there. i mean there's so many people over at the the music factory like you know after mm-hmm. concerts and club nights and shows or whatever if there was a place over there like that because they don't allow food trucks to come park up on the side of the street because it's, it's too, too much traffic Why there's not too many people coming in and lot. out because even like on on, on concert nights you know, you think the shows are over like 11 o'clock or so, and you got all those thousands of people coming out. And if it's a weekend night, you got all those thousands of people coming in mm-hmm. to, for, mm-hmm. for the club. So yeah. it's just, they need all four lanes to be able to make that happen. Right, yeah. So there's no really where to put them. But man, if there was like a, uh, like you said, like a an all night diner, diner type place, mm-hmm. it would kill. They have a sushi restaurant that's about to open up. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Tell oh, us about it. What I, is it? I don't even know the name of it. It's still got the paper on the windows. I just put the sign where up the other it? day. So it's where the factory cafe was. So it's on the backside of Small Bar. Oh, I am okay. highly excited about this. I'm going to be one sushi eating motherfucker. <laughs> I just heard that like there's weeks. an all you can eat sushi uh, place that just, I think it opened in Uptown. It's called like Rock and Roll Sushi or it's something. It's the one with the conveyor uh, belt. Yeah. I've seen yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Can y'all tell we haven't eaten dinner? <laughs> I know, right? No. <laughs> Somebody want to order something in? I'm going to a fucking diner when I leave here. I'm gonna, I want to check this red yeah. eye place out. Uh, let's go. It's we good, can do yeah. it. I want to yeah. check that yeah, out. Uh, you can come and try some liver mush. First time for everything. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a sushi fan either. Really? No. Yeah, you, but see, I want, I want to you like sushi. How many years it took me like to get I to want find to like Have you had it and you don't like it, or you just yes, think I've you had, don't like I've it? Had, I've tried it many, many, many times because I want to like but it. But what I mean, all do you? What, for you? what have you like? It took me a few times that I was giving some terrible suggestions, and yeah. I was like, "Man, this this can't be what, what you guys like is, so much. Yeah. Like, this is garbage." That's the and way then I, I found some shit that I liked. Okay. I was like. Okay. Oh yeah. This probably yeah. that's probably the case. I just haven't found. Yeah. You know, I I love fishing. I've been fishing since I was a kid. I love, uh, especially when I lived at the coast, going on the pier and fishing and everything. And when I think of sushi, I think of that cut bait sitting out there, <laughs> <laughs> that stinky ass fish. You know, that cut bait, that old Ooh. squid, and everything else. It, I like that, man. It's a use and um when you think of going and eating raw fish but not all of it's raw that's the thing yeah no yeah. man what's so. americanized but you know i uh, yeah. i'm into like the spicy tunas and uh, yeah. you know a lot of spicy like sauces I like, a lot of spicy stuff. like I'm, i want to sit there and fucking sweat like, yeah i love it dude <laughs> yeah uh, bruce Hans has probably got i, I love a lot of uh, bruce Hans is probably one of my favorite that's probably the first one that i actually went to with some friends that I found something that I liked. I was like, man, I'm not really into sushi. You know, I've tried mm-hmm. it a few times, can't dig it. And my buddy was like, man, let me take you to Roussan's. You, yeah. You're going to find something you like, I promise you. He's like, I always use order like a ton of different things. He's mm-hmm. like, so you can just try it like a little bit here and there until you find something you like. And I did. Mm-hmm. And man, I was going to Roussan's like three times a week for <laughs> wow. a while. It was wow. like, I, mean, I was like, oh, okay, okay. But they have the all you can wow. eat and it's all you can eat lunch buffet they for do? like 10 bucks or something. Oh, wow. They do. Yeah, it's all you, I mean, Jeez. so you can try They're one of the only house specialty menus, uh, sushi places mm-hmm. that that I go to that there's only one item on there that I don't care for what is it uh, I, man I'm really not into to, to sea urchin I just can't do it 
Yeah. I'm not into yeah. sea urchin, man. I they have fried so. baby octopus. Fucking amazing. Looks, really? They, I just, you just can't look at it, man. You, See, I'm just, for you know, I don't know. I'm just squid for, for bait, too, at the beach yeah. fishing. I just, I'm telling you, though, man, it's it's, it's amazing. They, they have a, they have quite a few of their, their specialty rolls. That, their like, specialty um, rolls are really good. They oh, dude, really they're good. so good. Yeah. Um, And I've gone to, gone to some other restaurants where their house specialty rolls. Yeah. It would be like one or two I like, and the rest I don't really care for. Yeah. Um, but Bruce Hans is like, there's not, there's not a whole lot I don't like, man. Yeah. But um, Pisces is killer. You know? Pisces is good. Soul Gastro Lounge over mm-hmm. Plaza Mendoza. Yep, that's that's, that's really what I've been to a lot. Yeah. That's one of my yeah. favorite places to probably go get sushi. Oh, yeah. I just hate it because they uh, don't take reservations. Mm. It's so hard to get in there. Yeah. But yeah. it's worth it once you get in there. Yeah. Yeah. And one day maybe I'll find something I like. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to take you to Russo's. We'll just keep taking yeah. you. We'll just have to keep. Because uh, right trust me, now. I'll order plenty, and you can just just. Try. <laughs> Here, try I'll have plenty. So like it, it won't go to waste. Jenna, are we are we keeping a list of all these places? Because you're, so, I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll take you. And, oh yeah, I like and so to there, eat. There's so there's there's just chicken <laughs> at the the shell place. Yes, you've got to go to the gas station. There's uh, <laughs> there's sushi. Yeah, there's, sushi. Uh, um, you gotta go to the diner. Go to the diner. You've gotta go to Skyland. Skyland. We've gotta go to Bell Acres Country Club. Bell Acres and have a steak. Country Club. The Water Burger. Gotta get a Water Burger. Uh, and you have to have a witch doctor. <laughs> and a witch doctor. <laughs> a witch doctor. Yes. That's witch... with all the sodas and it's pickles on the all bottom. All the sodas and pickles. Nice. Yes. And it's amazing. It's so good. And it's like a Carolina staple. So, mm. You know, you gotta do that. We got, we got a lot of food here to eat. Have so, you had so cheer wine before? Cheer wine. Oh yeah. Have you had Mountain wine. Dew? Sundrop. Like, I used to. Uh, I used to live on Mountain Dew at one. <laughs> I feel like there's life. a story coming on. He's like, well, I guess this is the time I tell uh, you about. One of the radio stations I worked at, we had a uh, Suburban for the radio station vehicle. And this is one of the older ones. This thing was was gigantic, huge. Uh, we had Sundrop Sponsor, <laughs> which wow. uh, which was one good way of, uh, you know, getting a station vehicle. Hey, samples. we want to get this. Uh, you put your, We'll put your logo on it with ours, and you pay for it. Yeah. Okay. But we had uh, a supply of Sundrop in there at nice. all times. All the live broadcasts and remotes that we did, all we did was drink sun drops yeah so, i don't familiar. drink a lot of sun i don't drink a lot of soda I like but Mountain Dew if better. i if i do you know i gotta be loyal to the carolinas that's right so. if i do it's with jack daniels uh, yeah you gotta throw <laughs> some liquor really in there I don't, or really, I don't really drink soda straight up yeah. so north carolina so <laughs> pepsi over coke oh no 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 coke no. over pepsi okay so yeah, you're choosing yeah. atlanta over newburn no because uh, see yeah. coca-cola consolidated is here in charlotte right at True. south park and i worked there for 12 years so True. I am very loyal, especially to the Coca-Cola NASCAR family right. that involves Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, right. my boys. Yes, so no, I do not choose Pepsi. I choose Coca-Cola Consolidated. Okay, um, okay. That's a little bit different. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I don't drink a lot of soda. Yeah. But if I do, it's you. usually got Jack Daniels with it. <laughs> yeah, so. that's about um, the only time I drink soda. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, but uh, right. yeah. You know. Well, let's uh, take another quick break, uh, grab a soda, oh. and we'll AKA. be right back in just a few minutes. It's <laughs> QZ Confessional on RadioCharlotte.com. So, what do you guys do for fun around here? Thinking about going out tonight? You should. We are going drinking. Are you ready? Make it epic. The Beastie Boys fought and possibly died for your right to party. Charlotte Radio that rocks. Radio Charlotte. All right, welcome back to the... What's the name of our thing? 
<laughs> QC confessional. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. I got me all hungry. Seriously, we need to get a food sponsor. I want some of those pickles. What's that guy's name? Shout out to Pops Pickles. Hey, Pops Pickles is amazing. He keeps leaving comments and messages on uh, Instagram. We need to get him as a sponsor. I will eat pickles all day, every day. And I QC could... confessional brought to you by Pops Pickles. Pops Pickles. <laughs> Does he have like different flavors? You said he's got different oh, flavors. Yeah. Like, tell oh, me about yeah. the flavors. Very partial to the sweet Carolina Reds. So are they like sweet but got a kick? Sweet and got a little kick. I like yeah. a good crunchy See, pickle. Look, he commented there. Uh, we're oh. going to talk about hurricanes tonight pickles. in the preview, and he said uh, pickles and hurricanes. I need to pickles start with and hurricanes. Apparently, this stand. has turned into pickles and hurricanes. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like pickles and hurricanes. <laughs> Shit, if I'm going to be, <laughs> if I'm going to be like, uh, you know, stuck somewhere, I want to have some good pickles. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a nice little sound. I know, what was that? I was like, God, is like somebody going to come out of a lantern? (laughs) Found a new instrument. (laughs) Sounds like some ding, ding, ding. (laughs) 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 All right. Pops Pickles. Pops Pickle Stand. Pops Pickle. I'm going to have to find this guy. He's in Fort Mill. Uh, Fort Mill. Rock Hill. Something. You've got a pickle thing kind of like i had a lobster roll like craving last <laughs> oh week. hey did oh, you ever my. go get that no did you go but they're, get can, it? they're at the the fucking uh canary hill or what the canary brewery yes. the place they're always at in mooresville yeah I so uh, uh post about that so i'm definitely going to be going to be yeah i i found cousins like uh maybe two years ago they were on shark tank and uh they did really well hmm. and i was working for a company and they had like a food truck day of the week and we would have cousins come and it was a little it was a little a pricier lunch but it was well worth it. Like oh, wow. I had never had like a okay. lobster roll. Oh, hello pickles. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had never had a lobster roll and I didn't know like, you know, I knew I like, um, like lobster bisque, but I'd never had like a lobster roll and you know, they have them where you can get them hot, you can get them cold, mm. whatever. Um, and I was a fan. I mean, it's really good. It's um, it's just something different, you know? And yeah. I I mean, it was funny to hear you craving it because oh, I'm like, dude. Brandon, how have you not heard of Cousins? My wife will laugh at me. Like, like I'll, I'll get a craving for something and just talk about it and talk about it until I have She's to. She's like, are I you pregnant? I just have to go get it. <laughs> I just have to go get it. So, yeah, that's, that was that was the one that came up the other day. All right, we're going to we're gonna make bets on what uh, Brandon ends up eating tonight. I, I will text you and let you know. I know. I'll send you a picture God. of what I'm going to end up getting tonight. I'm going to end up at like a diner somewhere with like everything. I'm going to have like calabash. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, give me the whole left side uh, of the menu. Cool. Let's talk about the uh, show calendar for this weekend coming up in Charlotte. Um, we're going to start doing a weekly show calendar. Uh, yeah, you know, It's brought to you by uh, the Charlotte Area League of Musicians, Calm, um, and uh, Music Everywhere Charlotte, which um, I guess we could probably talk about that a little bit next week, too, uh, yes. kind of what that all means yes. and what that all is. Um, but, I, uh, you know, we, I put out some posts this morning to try and try and get a good uh, feel of uh, who's playing where and get a good list going, and I was absolutely bombarded. Yeah, so there. Um, it, which is a killer thing because that yeah. means that there's tons of music and tons of things happening mm-hmm. in, uh, in Charlotte for people to go see of, of all kinds um, at lots of venues. And um, so the idea originally was to kind of go through this calendar, but that is, we'll be here for three hours if we do that. <laughs> so, um, but that's so awesome to know it's so that awesome. there's so much it's music so awesome. going on in Charlotte. Yeah. So I found a few places. Um, you know, I'll rattle off a few that are happening over the weekend, and then uh, but I found uh, a couple of really cool calendars um, and, and some people that are doing some things on their own to put together calendars which is absolutely absolutely amazing um but you know there's one uh 
one central hub and it was kind of the uh, what music everywhere in charlotte was really trying to do mm-hmm. uh, and it is doing um is creating a central hub and a central website to to, to preview and for people to go to, to to find out who's playing where yeah kind of what maybe what they might be about and um uh and uh you know, pick a place to go. So I think that uh, that's a really good place to kind of start to go through if you're looking for a weekend, a weekend or a week to week music calendar. Yeah. Um, it goes way out and you can separate this thing. It's it's music, music everywhere, CLT.com. And uh, you can separate it from venues, mm-hmm. um, artist mm-hmm. and uh, and by calendar. Um, really cool. They've done a fantastic job at, uh, at putting this together. And um um, it's great and it's easy to read and it's easy to go through and see, you know, images of, uh, of artists or venues and who's playing and what day it is. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. And those guys have been a, a really good job at that. Um, another person, uh, DZ Malden, yeah, he plays in a band, I believe it's the Sinner, Sinners and Saints has done a, uh, a fantastic job of putting together a list, not only just in Charlotte, but, uh, in Aaron from Greenville, South Carolina, Salisbury, uh, Florence, South Carolina. I mean, the guy's got a, a crazy extensive list. Um, I don't know. I mean, he, this this must take him some time to do this. That's so um, awesome, though, yeah. that he's covering like oh yeah, both man. the Carolinas and like just you, you know. I hadn't her. actually really looked at that. I mean, I, I know the guy, and um, yeah, I know he's a big supporter of live music and, and live music in the Carolinas. And then uh, at, until today, when I was kind of looking through his list, I was like, Jesus, man! I was like, this 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 guy's taking some time to go through this and uh, and uh, and just and just bullet point list it. Right. So it's not like a calendar, so to speak. Uh, like you're looking at like a monthly calendar it's a bullet point list and it starts with um looks like it's in alphabetical order it starts with with you know in, in by venue and um this is this is crazy man he's got you know breweries venues um if there's not anything listed or i guess maybe something hasn't someone hasn't sent him who's playing he just puts no music you know events scheduled mm-hmm. but uh but this is killer so um let me just rattle off a through a, a few that are um popping this weekend and i'll try and keep it uh week to week just for what's happening through the weekend maybe uh sunday and monday um, as we are uh, recording our next podcast, but um, uh, looking at the music C- music dot com calendar uh, this weekend, what we got coming up? Um, looks like uh, September sixth, Friday, September sixth. We've got uh, uh, Emily Scott Robinson with uh, Abigail Dowd of the Evening Muse. Um, uh, Mike of the Moon Pies at Puckets. Um, let's see what else we got coming up for the weekend here. Teleco, the U.S. Whitewater Center, mm-hmm. um, Beard and Music Series, Spyro Jara, and saxophonist uh, Dante Lewis featuring Kevin uh, Wallum at the Roma Beard and Park. I have not been to a show out there yet. They have some great yeah, shows I mean, for Shout Charlotte. They had Umphreys yeah. McGee. They had oh, yeah, G Love out there. Right. It was amazing. It was like Midtown G-Love's Atlanta. Awesome. It was yeah. amazing. They did such a great job, and they did a really good job this past weekend. They had some shows out there um, for the for oh, the belt ball. Packed, yeah, yeah, it was packed. So uh, seeing a show at Romare Bearden is awesome. It's it's such a great backdrop of the city, mm-hmm. and they have it like you know lit up and everything, and you're right in the heart of the you know the Queen mm-hmm. City and all that. So didn't yeah. they just have? Uh Chase Rice. They had Chase or Rice there. That yeah. was for the belt pull this past to weekend. From uh, balcony. Yeah, they had Ryan Trotty really? out there. Yeah. Ryan Trotty opened. Oh, up. did he? Yeah. Oh, dude, he's you know. Yeah, Ryan Trotty's a great guy. If you don't know Ryan Trotty, he's a he's a local guy from around here doing some. Uh, he's some from really South cool Carolina. Thing. He's from South Carolina. Yeah, he's from South Carolina. Yeah, he's around. He's uh, you know I see him around here a lot. Um, guys doing some cool cool stuff. Yeah, he plays um, our NASCAR tailgate every year. And does he? Yeah, he does a great job. Man, so. he's and, and just an all around good dude. He opens uh, up down at a Carolina Country Music Fest on Myrtle Beach. So. That's fun too. Yeah, yeah, um, we love seeing our local friends do yeah. good stuff. I think he used to be like in a 
like in a more of a pop or not pop, but like a, a hip hop kind of outfit or something. He did I forget a thing what it was, what years it was ago called. with uh, Jason Aldean's wife, with Brittany Aldean, where they did it was kind of like a movie meets like a video. That was Jason Aldean's wife. Is that who that yeah, was? Yeah, Brittany. I saw Aldean. the video. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, they played it at the epicenter. I was there. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was it was pretty cool. He uh, he played a boxer. He was pretty believable. That's right. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's right. That was uh, I've never seen that now. Yeah. yeah. So um, Friday at the Evening Muse, mm-hmm. uh, Emily Scott Robinson with Abigail Dow. That's mm-hmm. a seven thirty show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Side Hustle and uh, Darren and the Butter Toast. That's a ten thirty show. Same night at the Evening Muse. They're, they're, they've got a cool thing where they do kind of two two shows they do a two night shows, there. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Um, Saturday Evening Muse has got um, Ari Heist. That's a seven thirty show. Uh, Jason Jett and Kurt Keys and Greg Cox are uh, ten thirty for uh, also evening muse. That's going to be killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday they've uh, Andrew Duhon and or I think I pronounced that with uh, with New Reveal. That's a seven thirty mm-hmm. show on Sunday. Um, Filmer this week's got um, Flying Lotus Friday night um, Sunday in this moment. Mm-hmm. That'll um, be a good show. Oh yeah, that's going to be show. killer. That's Do you gonna know be... anybody over to Filmer that can hook me up with tickets? I don't know, soul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't happen to know anybody, really like do you? I don't know anybody over there. <laughs> um, but but listen, there's there's some really great stuff happening around this weekend around mm-hmm. Charlotte, and 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 these are two places you can really go to find um, whatever you might be looking for, you know, music genre wise, uh, for what's happening around. I I really uh, kind of proud of what music uh, everywhere in Charlotte and who, whoever's running this site put this schedule together, which I probably mm-hmm. should know who that is. Um, <laughs> it's done a fantastic job, and uh, if you're band or your artist is not on here and listed on here you, you need to get on it uh, mm-hmm. they have a submission place that you can send it in they've got some really uh really cool the way it's laid out is really neat so check that out music everywhere clt.com you can search by venue um calendar or artist um cool stuff there that is amazing also want to uh to mention uh, she reached out to me on instagram uh, to invite us out to her show if we wanted to go brett uh drozda drozda d-r-o-z-d-a uh-huh. Uh, I haven't seen her before. Where's uh, she playing? She's been reaching out. She's going to be at the Neighborhood Theater oh, nice. on uh, Friday. So okay. she invited us out if nice. we wanted to go. So shout out to her. Oh, I think yeah. I'm on Friday, actually. I don't have a show. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, those are, there's some great venues. You know, I always love going to Evening Muse, Neighborhood mm-hmm. Theater, mm-hmm. The Visualite. Mm-hmm. Um, Snug Harbor. Uh, Snug Harbor. Snug Harbor is awesome. Yeah, Snug Harbor is great. I love going over to the Comet Grill, uh, Thomas Street. Thomas Street's doing this thing now on Tuesday nights, you know, and I think they just started it. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's like an open mic night, yep. which I think yep. is awesome because, you know, it just anybody can go in there and, you know, promote their band or whatever. And they're really pushing it. They've got a playlist on Spotify. Um, you know, they've got the guys. They've got Casca Sun on there that mm-hmm. we just had on. Um, they might have Hypnostic on there. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, it's just promoting, you know, local live music. Um, so, yeah, if you guys hadn't checked that out, um, you can check it out. I think it's called, like, T-Streets Playlist or something on Spotify. Uh, yeah. And on uh, Instagram, uh, T-Street Open Mic. The yeah. guys uh, from Red Dress Amy reached out today, and they were talking about uh, what they're doing over there as well as, uh, you know, Snug Harbor. Snug's uh, always Fillmore, got like a great Amos thing. Yeah, they do. Yeah. What Sycamore Brewing is doing. Yeah. Um, evening Music Course, Neighborhood Theater. Great places. Visualite. Yeah. That's great. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. I think that since I, you know, it's rare that I have a Friday night off. And uh, typically I try and go, you know, there's always so much I want to go see. And, uh, you know, I get laughed at because people are like, do you have a night off? You work at shows every single night. 
you want to go see shows? A show. <laughs> yeah, and I'm probably going to go yeah. see more than one. Like, I, yeah. I try and plan out like my whole night. Like, I'll hit up the bands <laughs> I want to see. Strategic. Like, hey, when you, what time are you playing? Because uh, you know, yeah, I know you don't want to put it out there, but I'm really trying to plan out my night. And right. I, I know that I'm not the yeah. only person hitting you up, and I'm not going to ask for doing that. Yeah. But I, I will literally bounce from venue to venue to venue to venue yeah. and go see, yeah. maximize like my entire night to yeah. see whatever I can, you know, uh, whatever I can. So I Uber the, the shit out of Fridays and Saturdays <laughs> when I'm when I'm off. And I'll just go from, from place to place and yeah. place and bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love doing that, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of fun. This is gonna be a big weekend in Charlotte, though. You know, with the games mm-hmm. Sunday and uh, God, God Brandon's got Friday night off. It's gonna be Friday crazy. night off. Oh be careful. God. Watch out, out, Charlotte. <laughs> He's going yeah. up at a diner. <laughs> You'll see me in a diner, <laughs> probably twice. Once in the morning. Once at like two in the morning. <laughs> man, I can't wait. So if uh, if bands want to reach out to you and let you know what's going on, tell them how they can find you on social media. Uh, man, I'm. I'm pretty accessible on social media. Facebook so is my platform I use the mm-hmm. most. They can hit me up on Instagram if they want. Um, mm-hmm. My Facebook is just, uh, I mean, just look up Brandon Henson. You'll find me on there, mm-hmm. H-I-N-S-O-N. Um, same thing with Instagram. I think my Instagram uh, is Brandon K. Henson. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, shoot me a message. Facebook's the best way if you uh, if you want to be kind of featured and talked about. I think maybe next week we'll start picking, uh, picking like one band a week to mm-hmm. kind of feature and places a snippet of some music from and talk about it a little bit i know i've got a laundry list of bands i'd love to to, yeah. to push and talk about um but uh yeah man maybe that'd be a cool thing we do and maybe mm-hmm. we get them in here i mean hell, yeah absolutely. definitely yeah i've had uh i would say about 16 17 bands reach out saying that they wanted to be on the show that's amazing wanted to be part yeah. of what we're doing so that's, that's amazing cool. yeah words getting out there and of course the queen of social media who has taught me a whole lot about it <laughs> <laughs> who me miss jenna gribble hello, yeah, hello I'm, jenna. I'm jenna yeah you can find me on instagram it's hello i'm jenna um i'm on twitter i'm on snapchat i'm on facebook but you know do you have Mostly. a YouTube channel? Um, I think I do. I think I do. No. <laughs> no, I think I do, and it's got some concert stuff on there, uh-huh. but like it just I mean like I, I have Instagram a, stories, Facebook I have stories. Instagram stories. Really I mean, like, I have a day job from eight to five thirty, <laughs> so it's hard to like upload. So if I can't do it all at once, yeah. like, but Instagram stories is probably like my go-to, and especially if I find like something that I really like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I, I, people ask me all the time, you know, what are you listening to? I found this kid this week that I'm like all about. His name is Zach Bryan. If you guys oh, yeah, had heard him, him. Yeah. this kid, he is, he's going to be the next big thing in country. I'm telling you, yeah. Zach Bryan. It's BR. Y-A-N. Mm-hmm. He's, He's got, from here? No, 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 no. He's oh. from Oklahoma. Um, uh-huh. I found him on, I think it's like a Dirt Road like radio or something. You know, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love like middle America music. Right, I right, like, right. I love hearing people's stories, especially those boys from West Virginia. They've got some damn good music. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's uh, he's got a song out called Deanne and it's, mm-hmm. a, it's I think it's about his mom. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't, he doesn't have a lot of social media. He mm-hmm. doesn't have Facebook. He doesn't have Instagram, but he put out an album a couple of weeks ago and it's just blowing up in country music so nice. that's killer nice. yeah he has no social media which blows my mind that's but, weird uh, yeah so that's what i'm listening to right now <laughs> but i love those cool, like actually. you know word of mouth things that people send me and they'll say <laughs> yeah. you know hey you got to check this person out right. and 
I, I know it's kind of like me and dating. I know within five minutes if it's if I'm going to like it or not. I'm like, all right, yes. Okay, no, next. So, yeah. So, yeah, y'all check that kid out. Yeah, reach out to us uh, if you're listening. If you want to uh, comment on what we're doing or if you have some thoughts or ideas or want to be on the show or recommend a band or whatever, um, my uh, Instagram and Facebook is uh, R-E-N-N-C-L-T, Ren, C-L-T, Ren Charlotte. Uh, so reach out as well. And of course, uh, Radio Charlotte, uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook is uh, Radio CLT uh, as well. So definitely reach out. And if you have a business out there and you want to um, sponsor the, the podcast here, we've had a few reach out already showing some interest that they want to be a part of what we're doing here. Email me and uh, we'll send you some information. And we'll talk more about that. Email address Ren, R-E-N-N at RadioCharlotte.com. And uh, we can discuss that and uh, maybe bring you on as part of the QC Confessional family here. Yeah. I think next week uh, we're looking at talking about uh, old concert venues and yep. new concert venues. Yep. Oh, boy. Um, it's it's uh, festival and fair season. So yeah. um, the Cabarrus mm. County Fair is, uh, starts yeah. this week and it runs through next week. Wow. Yeah. Bring on the funnel already. cakes. Uh, bring on some yeah. roasted corn, yeah. some funnel cake, uh, I'm feed some animals. Yeah. Can you believe it's fall, though? I'm so, it's so crazy. It's already... First Pumpkin spice coffee drink yesterday. Jeez. I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. I had it, but I was like, not yet. It's I'm not like, yet. calm down, Karen. I'm yeah. over here having a margarita. <laughs> Chill out. But uh, and we'll be able to touch on some steakhouses in Charlotte next week. We've got some yeah. cool yeah, that's good. Can we actually here. go eat steak if we're going to talk about steak? Um, I'm actually going to go get steak next week, and I'm going to bring it to us oh, okay. so that we can Dude. talk about it while we're eating you know, nice. steak. Yeah. So nice. that you, way you do that. I'll give you my executive parking space right in front of the building out here. So you, can, uh, you just bring the beer. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, yeah. I'll bring the beer. I'll bring the, I'll bring the chicken cock whiskey. Oh, my God. Uh, and the pickles. <laughs> and the pickles. And the yeah. Chicken cock whiskey. Chicken cock whiskey. Holy Charleston shit. Charleston cock whiskey. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Till next time. We'll do it again next week. That's it for QC Confessional. I'm Ren, Brandon, Jenna, and we're all going to go get some food now, I think, because we are freaking starving after talking about all this stuff. All right. We'll talk to you next week. QC Confessional on RadioCharlotte.com. Have a great weekend. This is the kind of mind-numbing schlock that's turning our society into a cultural wasteland. What are you, high? Radio. Charlotte.com.